Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome to Trash Talk with TK. I'm TK Tom Kelly, bringing the podcast back for Eagles season. We will do a day after Eagles reaction pod, uh, every day after an Eagles game for the remainder of the year. And what a time it is to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. As the Eagles moved to 3-0 on Sunday, with their win down in Washington over Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders, in what was really a dominant performance, second straight dominant performance from this Eagles team, both sides of the ball defensively, nine sacks, getting after Carson Wentz, who still has not learned to get rid of the football, what, six, seven years into his career. We'll get into the defense more later on, but all around just a beatdown. And just a really impressive performance from an Eagles team that has the potential to be really good. Like coming into the year, I picked them to go 11 and 6. I thought they had the potential to be a very good football team. I didn't see this coming. Like, I didn't see it coming together so quickly. We knew they had a really talented roster. We knew that Howie Roseman did a lot in the offseason to improve this football team. But I didn't see it coming together this quickly. And the biggest thing, when you look at this team, that you need to to look at is Jalen Hurts. I mean, that was the question coming into the season, is would Jalen Hurts take the steps necessary as a quarterback, and really as a passer, to take this team to the next level? Now, it's only three games in. It's still very early. But so far, the answer to that question has been a resounding yes. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been incredible through the first three weeks of the year. And it's not hyperbolic, like, at this point, to say that he's an MVP candidate. And again, I understand it's early here. But the stuff that we're seeing from him gives you a lot of reason to be optimistic moving forward. And a lot of reason to believe that, and this is something the coaches have said in regards to Jalen a number of times, is they don't know what his ceiling is, but whatever his ceiling is, they believe he's going to reach it because of his work ethic, because of the, the the player and the person that he is. And he appears to have taken some massive steps forward 
when you look at him as a passer, I would say in particular, certainly over the last couple weeks, knowing where to go with the football. That's half the battle in the NFL for a young quarterback, is that the game moves so fast. You need to know where to go. You need to know what your reads are, where your hot routes are going to be, who is going to be your best option on that play. Jalen Hurts is decisive. He's going through his reads. He's finding the right guy. The ball is going where it needs to go. And on top of that, his ball placement has been tremendous. I mean, you look at, I look at three plays in particular from that game yesterday that were incredibly impressive. His deep balls have just looked phenomenal. I mean, the one down the middle to Devontae Smith, you can't throw the ball any better than that. It helps to have receivers that you trust. And this team has some some really good receivers. And Devontae went on and made that play. The fourth down throw in the end zone. Another great catch by Devontae Smith. But that's a tremendous throw from Jalen Hurts. Like, that's kind of a chaotic situation. Clock's running down. Eagles getting the line. They're going real quick. But to be able to complete that pass, putting the ball right where it needs to be, It's an incredible throw. You look at the throw down the sideline to A.J. Brown. That's a 50-50 ball, but that's exactly where the ball needs to be, in a spot where your receiver can go up and get it. And Jalen Hurts trusting A.J. Brown to go up and get that ball. There are also a couple throws down the field to Quez Watkins, where one, you know, Quez Watkins, I thought, stopped running for a half second on the play. They just, you know, didn't connect on that one. But if Quez Watkins continues to run the entire time, he's making that play. Another deep ball to Quez Watkins, uh, you watch, and on first uh, on first watch, you're thinking, oh, well, Jalen overthrew him by a step or two. You know, they just didn't connect on that one. But then you see the Eagles are getting an automatic first down on a five-yard holding penalty. It turns out Quez Watkins was held on that play. And if he's not obstructed, that ball's exactly where it needs to be. Quez Watkins is in for a touchdown if the defense doesn't hold him. Um, But Jalen Hurts puts the ball in a tremendous spot. And it goes without saying that if Jalen Hurts can play this way for the vast majority of the season, it raises this team's ceiling significantly. I mean, the way he is playing as a passer not as a runner. And this is another thing like Jalen Hurts. One of the big criticisms that I've certainly had of him is, you know, he was scrambling to run, not really scrambling, keeping his eyes down the field, not looking for the big play down the field when that's really your best asset as I think a mobile quarterback, when you can move in the pocket, scramble around, but you keep your eyes down the field. You you keep looking for that big play in the passing game. That's what Jalen Hurts is doing so far. And if he can take another significant step forward and he can really take that next step in his maturation process, it just changes everything for this football team. And you know, one of the things that maybe I underrated, I know a lot of people have talked about it coming into this year. Jalen had talked about it as well, is him for the first time really in his career since high school, having consistency of a coaching staff. Because at Alabama, yeah, Nick Saban's the head coach, but they're changing offensive coordinators typically every year. I mean, they don't really have the same system year to year. And then he moves on to Oklahoma, which is a completely different system under Lincoln Riley. Comes to the Eagles with Doug Peterson. Then there's a coaching change. Uh, Has Nick Sirianni as his head coach last year. And he talked about it a lot in terms of 
what it was going to do for him as a quarterback, just being in the same system and being able to, you know, stick with the same kind of playbook, stick with the same kind of terminology. And you see uh, the effects this year. Certainly I see it. I mean, this is a more decisive quarterback. This is a guy who knows where he wants to go with the football. I thought that was one of his big issues last year. Like the arm strength with Jalen, I think it, 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 it was an issue to a degree. But I think the bigger problem for him last year as a passer was just not, you know, being decisive enough, especially on deep balls. Like if Jalen Hurts knows where he wants to go with the ball, he can throw a really nice deep ball. But a lot of the time, it just didn't seem like he knew pre-snap exactly where to go with the ball. He does seem like he has that decisiveness. And a lot of that, I do think, comes with continuity. And maybe that's something that I underrated. Now, another part of this offense that we need to look at, and Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal, but I will say this, and this is something that I think every Eagles fan can relate to, is how refreshing is it to have a wide receiver core that you can trust? And because I think this is something that's playing into to Jalen playing so well as well, and not just the fact that the receivers are making phenomenal plays, but he's trusting those guys. Because you look at last year and you look at the last several years for this Eagles team, they haven't had receivers you can trust. I mean, you're out there with Jalen Rager, and yeah, Devontae Smith was here last year, but it's first, it's his first year. He's getting his feet wet. You need to develop that chemistry, playing at an NFL level. But to have A.J. Brown, to have Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, like this is a legitimate receiving core who you can trust. And you can see when Jalen is back there, he trusts these guys. Like that ball he threw up to A.J. Brown, that ball he threw deep to Devontae Smith into double coverage. Last week, he throws a ball basically into triple coverage uh, to Dallas Goddard. Like, these are throws that I just don't think Jalen Hurts makes in the past without having that kind of level of, of confidence in his receiving core. And this receiving core, I would say it's probably the best the Eagles have had since 2010 is probably the last time overall, top to bottom, I think they have a receiving core. Uh, they had a receiving core that's this good. When you looked at like 2010, 2011, that time period, you had Deshaun Jackson, you had Jeremy Macklin, you know, and Brent Selleck was your tight end. That was essentially your top three uh, receiving options. This team hasn't had that since then, I mean, you look at 2013, Macklin was hurt. 2014, Deshaun Jackson was gone. 2017, yeah, Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, Zach Ertz, like they're all very good players and the offense worked very efficiently that year. Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith aren't A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And I mean, A.J. Brown's obviously a monster. We're seeing what Devontae Smith is capable of, which is far more than he did last year. I thought Devontae Smith last year just wasn't utilized well enough. I think part of it was maybe Jalen not certainly not playing at the level he's played at this year, obviously growing pains um, with that offense last year. And just the fact that defenses could focus on Devontae Smith, more. but you're seeing the effect that a true number one has on an offense. Like you bring in AJ Brown, he is a top 10 receiver in the NFL. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You see the effect that has on everybody else. And Devontae Smith now has had 
essentially two consecutive blow-up games. Yesterday, he goes insane for uh, over 150 yards, a a touchdown, just an incredible performance. And you could see the confidence that he is playing with. And it's amazing how this receiving core has been remade in one season. It went from maybe last year having, again, one of the worst receiving cores in the league with Rager and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, you overhaul it completely, and now you bring in guys like A.J. Brown. Quez Watkins has shown he's a dynamic downfield threat. Even a guy like Zach Paschal, which I, I do think like he is playing an important role on this team. Like a guy who knows the offense, worked with uh, Nick Sirianni in Indianapolis. Just a reli- like just having a, a guy who's reliable. Having receivers who you know, if you put the ball in position, nine out of ten times they're going to come down. They're going to be able to make the catch. They're going to be able to not only make the fantastic catch, but but make you know the routine one. And that's something the Eagles have lacked uh, for so long. And you're seeing the effect it has on offense and the effect it has on a quarterback. Because we knew that the Eagles had a really good offensive line. We knew that last year. We've known that for a long time. That this team has, you know, protected its quarterback very well. But Jalen Hurts, I do think, last year lacked the confidence in his receiving core. You're seeing significant differences in those areas. And you're seeing the effect that that has on a quarterback. And this receiving core has been fantastic. Jalen Hurts has been fantastic. And this offense is playing at an extremely high level. And obviously, the players on the field deserve a ton of credit for that. But uh, you also got to talk about the coaching staff a little bit, because this is another thing that watching that game and watching this team so far this year has been incredibly impressive. Is They are well prepared. They are ready to go. Like the nonsense about training camp and not hitting, I think, I mean, this should put to bed any debate about that. Like, could it maybe come out and have you looking uh, a little lackluster week one? Sure. I don't know. I'd rather my guys be healthy. And the Eagles through three weeks of the season are essentially completely healthy, which is a pretty important factor as well. But, you know, for all the hand-wringing and all the, you know, kind of worries we had when the Eagles hired Nick Sirianni and the introductory press conference, and does this guy know what he's doing? I think it's pretty clear at this point, Nick Sirianni knows what he's doing. Like Nick Sirianni is an NFL quality head coach. And you just look at this offense and you compare it to last night. Because I'm at home last night after a long day at Citizens Bank Park uh, working and watching the Eagles and and everything. Watching the Broncos and uh, Niners game last night. And that Broncos team, which has, I would say, if, if not more, if not as much, a similar amount of talent to what the Eagles have, certainly at the skill positions. Cortland Sutton and uh, Jerry Judy, very good wide receivers. Russell Wilson, who I personally wanted at quarterback. Thank God he didn't want to come to Philadelphia. But that offense looks completely broken. Nathaniel Hackett, who was hired from Green Bay, just doesn't seem to have any sort of idea, any sort of clue what he is doing. And you look at this offense, it's precise. Guys know their roles. I I saw a a video that Dan Orlovsky put out last night of 
the long uh, pickup for Devontae Smith, where I think it was like a third and six, third and five, and the Eagles run like a little mesh concept crossing routes in the middle of the field, where Devontae Smith and Zach Paschal are, are crossing in the middle of the field. And it's just so well coached, so well executed, where Zach Paschal kind of looks like he's about to set a pick on Devontae Smith's defender, but gets out of the way at the last second. There's no contact made, uh, selflessly essentially giving himself up for Devontae Smith to make a long catch and run on the play, and it ends up setting up a touchdown. It ends up being like a 40-yard game. The Eagles end up scoring a few plays later, and it's these kind of things that just like, they are just well-prepared. They're ready to go each week, and say what you want about this organization, but Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman, one thing that they know how to do is they know how to hire coaches. Like, they are good at hiring the right coach at the right time. Now, does it always last? No. I mean, Chip Kelly flamed out very quickly, but Chip Kelly, for at least the short term, first year or two, was pretty good. I mean, Doug Peterson, obviously, that worked out in the short term. Obviously, it fell apart. I think (laughs) looking... Back now, though, um, I think it's kind of obvious that Carson Wentz is a bigger issue than Doug Peterson or Howie or or anybody else. Uh, But regardless, you know, they know how to hire coaches in the short term. And I think with Nick Sirianni, I think this is a guy who's going to be a good coach in the long term. Like Nick Sirianni, the way he has prepared his team, the, the, the culture that he has built in such a short time is pretty outstanding. And you look at the the things the Eagles are doing, and as I mentioned, the precision on third downs, just picking them up with regularity. Eagles, one of the best third down teams in the league. Just, it looks like a team that works on the right things, a team that focuses on the right things, and a team that's just well-prepared and ready to go each week. And an incredibly impressive offensive performance. Jalen Hurts, I would say, obviously deserves the bulk of the credit, but Nick Sirianni's done a great job. This receiving core is phenomenal, and they are doing a tremendous job utilizing these guys right now. Now, as for the other side of the ball, this was what was really gratifying about this game in particular. Like, long-term, the offense's performance is most important to me personally, and I think matters the most, and specifically the play of Jalen. But for the defense to totally dominate Carson Wentz the way they did, was just incredible. Nine sacks on the day. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham looks like the Brandon Graham of five years ago yesterday. He was unreal. I mean, what, two and a half sacks for Brandon Graham? Getting pressure all day long. He just dominated Cosme, uh, Washington's tackle. And what a performance from that defensive line as a whole. Jordan Davis flashed. I think you can see now the benefit that he's going to have, not only wreaking havoc, but keeping guys like Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave fresher. You saw Josh Sweat, who looks phenomenal early in the season. Hassan Reddick finally, you know, kind of got it going yesterday, had a strip sack of Carson, and, uh, you know, he seemed to be getting to the quarterback more. And just an incredible, an incredible performance from this defense. And how about a little credit for Jonathan Gannon, who was taking a lot of criticism following week one and deserved. I mean, the Eagles defense looked atrocious in week one against the Detroit Lions. But for them to come out two straight weeks, they give up seven points against Minnesota. 
I, they give up six yesterday, and not till extremely late in the game. The Eagles take a safety after the defense had an awesome goal line stand. They end up giving a garbage time touchdown late. But this defense has been has been tremendous. They're getting pressure with the front four. When they're not getting pressure with the front four, they're bringing extra guys. They're finding ways to get to the quarterback. That was the biggest issue for this team last year. And, you know, Jonathan Gannon, who who took a lot of heat, and I understand why, and I get that this defense last year was frustrating to watch in a number of different ways. But let's face it, they didn't have a lot of talent. And you're seeing this year what Jonathan Gannon's vision is, what he's been able to do with a talented roster, with guys up front who can get after the passer. With cornerbacks that you can trust. I mean, yeah, you had Darius Slay last year, but the upgrade from Steven Nelson to James Bradbury is a significant one. And you're seeing, like, he is much more willing to put those guys in man coverage now. He's much more willing to put them on one-on-one situations, even against good receiving cores. Like, you look at these offenses that they're playing. Now, we'll get to Carson in a minute, who just, you know, kind of looks like he is nearing the end here already, even though it's relatively early in his career. But Minnesota's a good offense. Like, that's an offense that scored 23 on Green Bay in week one, scored 28 on the Lions yesterday. We know how good Justin Jefferson is. Adam Thielen, maybe not in his prime, but still a very good receiver. Kirk Cousins, regardless of what you you think of him, I mean, some people think he's very good. Other people don't. I think he's he's a pretty good quarterback. Um the Eagles were able to shut that offense down almost completely. Yesterday, they made Washington look look awful. I mean, and I get that offensive line's a little banged up. I get they have some problems up front. But if you put pressure on Carson Wentz, you know, it's going to be a long day for the offense. And the Eagles were, were able to do that with regularity. They were able to do it against a good receiving core. Like, you look at that receiving core of McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. Um, Jahan Dotson, that's a very good Washington receiving core and offense that put up a lot of points the first two weeks. I mean, they scored, I think, 28 against Jacksonville. They, you know, put up a good performance against, um, against the, the Lions a, a week ago and the Eagles completely shut them down. And when you look at this defense, I mean, this is, I think, a Super Bowl-level defense. I don't think there's any doubt. And the way the Eagles are playing right now, and I know this is something that is going to probably start over the next couple days, but the comparisons to the 2017 team. Now, I don't know if it's completely fair. I think, you know, again, it's extremely early. We have a long way to go, uh, and the Eagles, you know, have a long way before we can count on them the way we counted on that team on a week-to-week basis. But the formula seems very similar to me for the way this team wins. Is offensively, you jump on top early. Now, I know the the offense has struggled in the second half. Am I overly concerned about that? Not really. It's, It's not something that troubles me all that much. But you jump on top early. And on defense, you get to the quarterback. And and that's the recipe for success. You get a lead, and then that enables you to to rush the passer. You get run stops on early downs. You make the offense one-dimensional. And this was the recipe in 2017. And even though it's a different coaching staff, I think philosophically, 
the organization looks at things similarly. And that is the way they look at, you know, we can succeed and we can win games at a high level. We jump on top early, we get a lead, we throw to get the lead, and then, you know, we start running to ice the game. And defensively, you can kind of just set those pass rushers loose. And the Eagles have just a lot more pass rushers than they did a year ago. And one unsung guy I did want to mention on that defense, you know, from the linebacker position is TJ Edwards. I mean, TJ Edwards playing great this year both in the run game and in coverage. And this looks like a really good team. And you got to give so much credit to Howie Rose. You really do. The the roster he's put together, we knew that they had the potential to be very good. We knew that they had the chance to be a really, really good football team. Um, but I didn't expect it to come together this quickly. And when you look at this roster, uh, the potential is really special here, especially if Jalen Hurts can keep playing at this level, they can keep making strides, keep moving forward. And that defense, if they can continue playing anywhere near the level they've played at so far this year, uh, it's right there for the taking. Because you look around the NFC and just, you know, real quickly look around some of the things that happened in the NFL yesterday. It's just not that impressive. Like the Rams got a win in Arizona. They didn't look great in that game. Um, the Packers win an ugly game against the Bucks down in Tampa. Both those teams just, they don't look right to me. Like they don't look like the, the way they the past couple years the Niners I mean they lose in Denver last night to a Denver offense that's completely broken and and Jimmy Garoppolo played played horrible last night so you look around the NFC I think there's a lot of potential for this team and a lot of potential for the Eagles uh to really go on a deep run and it's been awesome to see uh 3-0 and Jalen Hurts playing great the defense sacking Carson Wentz nine times Carson Wentz he just stinks. Like, let's face it. He's never learned. He's never learned to get rid of the football. He's never learned to correct the areas of his game that are deficient. And the Eagles took full advantage of it. They're 3-0. and And what an awesome time, as I said earlier, to be an Eagles fan. And just awesome, awesome win yesterday. This team's 3-0. and And now, We'll have Cowboys-Giants on Monday Night Football uh, to watch and see what happens there. But thank you all for listening. This has been the Trash Talk with TK Eagles Commanders Reaction Pod. We'll continue doing reaction podcasts uh, throughout the NFL season. Uh, If you want to catch me on Sports Radio 94 WIP, you can. I'll be back on Thursday night following Thursday Night Football and Friday night following Phillies baseball. Uh, So I'll talk to everybody then on Sports Radio 94 WIP. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll have another one next Monday following Eagles Jaguars. I'm Tom Kelly, uh, and this is Trash Talk with TK. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.